0: That's heritageradionetwork.org slash 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you.
1: This program is made possible thanks to the generosity of our listeners. Show your support at heritageradionetwork.org slash donate.
0: This week on Meet and Three, we bring you a sensational episode where each story hones in on one of the four senses that accompanies taste. Many of the smells that we uh, encounter in everyday life actually exist out there in the cosmos. Food carries all these culturally specific meanings. The fact that, you know, when you see an apple, it's not just an apple, right?
2: I was mostly interested in thinking about what knobs ASMR was pulling on maybe, or how we could explain it from a psychological or emotional or evolutionary standpoint.
0: Tune in to Meat and 3, HRN's weekly food news roundup, wherever you listen to podcasts.
1: Welcome to
2: Life's a Banquet, a show about who fucking knows anymore what this show is even about. It's about (laughs) monsters. It's about movie stars. And everybody's got to eat with your hosts, Mizar Tangora. And me, Nicole Bailey. Oh, hey. What's up, girl? Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm
3: good. I think we should change our new opening to be that. Everybody's got to (laughs) eat.
2: Right? And everybody's got to eat with your crazy kooky host. (laughs) I have a great voice for radio, which I think means like it's the opposite of you have a good face for radio, which would be you have a bad voice and a pretty face. (laughs) Okay. Wow. That's how I like to think of myself. Bad voice. Great ass. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) That's what it says on my Napster profile. Nicole. (laughs) What's happening in Indy? Oh god, nothing. Okay, that sounds very exciting. Uh that's why we have special guest today, Scott Bayo. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Bayo from Dancing with the Stars? Uh yes, yeah, Scott Bayo from Dancing with Wolves. Many of you <laughs> didn't know <laughs> that Scott Bayo <laughs> was actually the understudy in no, Dancing with Wolves.
3: He was the t- he did the TV movie Dancing with Wolves, which was often taken <laughs> For *Dances with Wolves*, which stars <laughs> friend of the pod Kevin Costner.
2: Dancing with wolves, <laughs> dancing. Wait, dancing for wolves. What is the movie called? *Dancing with Wolves*. *Dances* *Dances with Wolves*. *Dances with Wolves*. Okay. <laughs> and then the show is called *Danza with Wolves* and <laughs> stars uh, stars Tony good. Danza and but Scott Baio. But it should Mayo. be.
3: If it's going to be a real ripoff of the show, it should be. Danza with the wolves, which I think is scarier.
2: <laughs> Dan- or, okay, I'm going to go one more. Danzas with wolves, which would be Danza's whole family with a bunch of wolves. Right. And then the sin would
3: be Danzig with wolves, which already probably exists.
2: <laughs> or, may I, Danzing <laughs> with wolves. So it's about <laughs> Danzings wool sweater collection <laughs> dancing,
3: <laughs> with <woolens. laughs> dancing with
2: woolens dancing with wools that's a really great costume you could dress up with like glenn dancing yeah we just did like-
3: an amazing stream of consciousness bounce off call us second Hollywood. city <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've died. We peaked. I think we should get out of
3: here. Second City is the one that closed, right? That's the one I wanted to mention.
2: I don't know if it closed. That's in Chicago, right?
3: Oh, no. I mean, which is the one that closed in in New York?
2: Mm, the Upright Citizens Brigade? Yeah, call us CBC. Give us a call. Yeah, give us a ring-a-ding-ding-dong if you want to hear more of this hot, dancing wool <laughs> riffing. <laughs> <laughs> dancing with wools. <laughs> wow, that's very up there in, in punnery. I mean yeah. people like try to say puns are not, you know, real comedy. I challenge you to listen to us talk about dancing with wolves or watch the show and not laugh. Okay? <laughs> that's watch, a dare. Watch watch the show
3: about dancing with wolves. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You can't stop laughing. Wow, that really brightened my mood. I wasn't having the greatest day. Um, I'm breaking out on my forehead, which I'm very upset about. And if you can notice from my sip sound, sorry for all of you with mesothelioma or mesothelioma or whatever. The thing is where you don't like to hear people drink and eat, but you can tell that I'm not drinking a Diet Coke, can't you?
3: No, I can't tell
2: You're that. D- <laughs> okay, well, listen, I can tell <laughs> that it's water, Are you... because I think that aspartame, I recently became addicted to aspartame, um, I think in maybe, like, the middle of the summer when I first had a fresca <laughs> at Mary's tell house. Tell us the first I...
3: time that you ever tasted
2: aspartame. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't the first time I ever tasted it, of course, but I've really never been, like, a diet soda fan, um... And so, like, I really got into it with the fresca, though. It's so delicious. It was very refreshing in the hot summer. And uh, anyway, long story short, I've been breaking out, and I think it may be because of the aspartame. I doubt it. Well, I read a lot about it online and said it can cause breakouts. I don't know what else it could be. But... Are you putting I'm your really mask on your forehead? about it. Oh, yeah, that is... I am wrapping my forehead in cellophane before I go out. Is that bad, you think? Well... No, actually, that would not cause a breakout either. (laughs) I've been putting a a mayonnaise hat on. (laughs) I've been putting mayonnaise under my hat. Um, That's actually good for your hair. Well, then that couldn't be it. I wonder if it's the butter. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I'm blaming aspartame. But then explain to me uh, Bill Gates. His skin skin looks clear as a newborn baby. Explain to me Donald Trump. (laughs) i would love to okay so long long ago <laughs> in a village underground the earth well he doesn't even drink
3: alcohol he only drinks diet coke
2: yeah he's a he's a freak um yeah i don't explain know. explain to just me just
3: me a person with perfectly pure beautiful skin who drinks diet coke constantly in fact That's i have true. one today
2: right before the show a diet cherry oh. coke I was actually going to mention in this rant about my own skin is that your skin is absolutely flawless. Nicole is known for her crystal clear Amico Ultimate skin.
3: <laughs> yeah, crystal blue <laughs> persuasion is not about my
2: skin.
1: <laughs>
2: Dancing with wolves. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't. Anyway, what
3: uh, what's new with you? Uh. You know, not a lot. I hope that the neighbor dogs don't start barking, but that's life in the suburbs. If they do, get used to it, okay? Mm hmm. Um, I applied for one job here in Indiana and I was shocked when they didn't immediately call me back. <laughs> oh, God. What was it? It was like for a theater, like this. Ugh, I, I don't even know how to explain it. I guess it's like a sort of like an Alamo draft house type situation, but smaller
2: scale. Oh, okay. Interesting. I thought you were going to say the theater like you applied to be a lead actor in a local play.
3: No, but I'm seriously, like, I'm just, like, looking, because I'm like, oh, my God, I have the world as my oyster. I can be anything I want. And I looked up, like, theater jobs in Indianapolis, and they were like, do you want to be the drama teacher for Franklin Township High School? Yes! <laughs> was, like, yes, you do! I was like, what are the qualifications for this? And there are a lot. So I think oh. that... <laughs>
2: Okay. First of all, you should definitely do that. That is a dream job. <laughs> Secondly, I'm going to urge you to please, and all our listeners, please, please, please watch the movie Hamlet 2 with Steve Coogan. Oh, right. Which I've never seen. If I'll watch ha-
3: that before I apply.
2: Oh my God. It'll tell you all you need to know, really. It's about, he plays a high school drama teacher, and uh, it's pretty much, like, honestly, I think it is the funniest movie I've ever seen. I can say <laughs> I can always that with 100%. Say that.
3: But then I just never watch it. You know how you just, like, don't want to watch certain movies? Like, for example, you've never seen The Station Agent, even though I keep telling you to watch it.
2: That's true. I have a feeling, like, it's about an old-timey train. (laughs) It's not. And I'm never in the mood to really watch an old-timey train movie, to be honest. But it's not about that?
3: No. It's about people. And also, your neighbor in My One True Love is in it. Um, What's his name? He's married to Rose Byrne.
2: Glenn Danzig? No. <laughs> oh, Bobby, Can- Bobby Carnavali?
3: Yeah, he's in it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's
3: okay. really hot in it. He's Like, bored. he is everywhere, every day of his life.
2: Yeah. I'm gonna you know he has, like, a you. 17-year-old son? Yes, actually, I do know that because I constantly (laughs) see them outside of Lucali or inside of Lucali or I used to back in the day when you could go inside places. Sorry, I don't mean to blow up your spot, Bobby Carnivali. I know you're probably listening to this. I think it's it's not
3: Carnival,
2: eh? (laughs) It's Bobby Carnivali because he loves (laughs) carnivals so much. That's behind the music on him.
3: Listen, Bobby
2: Carnivali.
3: If Rose, first of all, that Australian skinny bitch, if she ever dies, I'm going to move in there. So I know how to pronounce his last name. It's Canav... I have no idea how to say it, but there's no R. Canavale. Canavaly. Nicole. Canavaly. Sounds good.
2: Just excuse. I didn't know you spoke (laughs) fluent French or Italian.
3: (laughs) I think that's Italian. He has the bushiest (laughs) eyebrows I've ever seen.
2: Imagine what his bush looks like. Okay. I'm just saying. I have. I (laughs) can't. (laughs) <laughs> you just imagine his bush like not even his his pee and just the, anyway we're we're going too far um, oh wait but really quick before
3: we move on speaking of body hair you know one exciting thing i did this week is i dyed my own
2: eyebrows oh wow what color dark brown <laughs> oh wow do they look great do they look real <laughs>
3: yeah they still look like eyebrows okay i wish that we well, were doing like
2: a video of this because my, i'd love to see your eyebrows
3: you can't really tell. I mean, that's the whole point. My eyebrows are like, some of them are turning white and some of them are like blonde and some of them are dark brown and it's rude. So I just made all of them mm. dark brown, but I actually made them kind of black. So I basically, you can't find eyebrow tint in the suburban CVSs or at least the ones I've checked out. Um, mm-hmm. And so I did a little internet search, a Google search, you know, cause that's the mm. only one that there is. heard of it and um, they were like just use root touch up dude and I was like oh my god this is genius so I bought some root touch up for like dark brown is the color but I put it on and it was like black it was turning black on my eyebrows and I was like (laughs) I was like this is really interesting, but I'm just going to roll with it cuz maybe what looks like dark black to me when it gets wiped off is just going to be a nice brown. But it was just
2: black. Like I don't if I had actually tried to touch up my roots with that, I would have been very upset. Yeah, uh, totally. Wow. Move but, over Keith Hernandez.
3: <laughs> but yeah, it looks great. Now they're all one color and my life is completely the same. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm picturing that you look like Eugene Levy.
3: Levy, Is that true? No, I didn't, like, put on <laughs> eyebrow hair extensions. <laughs> I just took the <laughs> moderate eyebrows that I currently have and changed the color.
2: Yeah. I fucked up my eyebrows from being a teenager in the 90s and just picked all of the hairs out so many times, time and time again, until they were so skinny. And now they're, you know... I'm paying the price for it. They're patchy, they're weird, and then when I, you know, do pencil them in, I feel like you can tell even though I don't know if you can. Can you tell? You've been around me quite a bit. No, I can't. More pencil. than most people? Really?
3: No, it's working. I don't. Never
2: <laughs> I never
3: noticed. But okay, when just so you know, I you're... when I the first time I decided to pencil in my eyebrows, I walked into work and the person behind the bar was like, "Eyebrows." And I was like, <laughs> How rude! Okay, it wasn't oh even God. that noticeable. These people just stare at my face all the time. I don't know why it's rude.
2: How could they not? Um, I want to say one thing before we move on to our topic today, which is that I rewatch. I I watch a lot of movies <clears throat> anyway, but during quarantine, you know, I don't really have like a thriving social life. <laughs> I <laughs> guess you could say. <laughs> in as Indiana, I live in Indiana alone with an entire yeah.
3: family of nonstop screaming people.
2: Oh God. Well, I definitely, like, my social life has 100% pivoted to being more of a daytime thing. So a lot of nights I come home, my ritual is around 9 o'clock, I throw on a movie, maybe two, and I've been getting really into erotic thrillers, as I believe I've mentioned. Uh, I watched um The Hand That Rocks the Cradle, mm-hmm. and then I rewatched a movie that I've probably seen 8 million times when I was, like, 13, called Fear, starring one Mr. Mark Wahlberg, and Reese Witherspoon. Have you seen it? Of course I've seen it.
3: The main character's name is Nicole. Oh, that's true.
2: Who is her dad? Because he's like a hot Hollywood actor that was never really famous. But I had a real big crush on that dad. I always is it have, Tom Skerritt? I always no, it's not Tom Skerritt. But you want it to be Tom Skerritt. But it isn't. Mm, you know what? Know. This is easy. I could just look this up. Anyway, the point is, is that I hadn't seen it in such a long time. And I didn't remember that like it just, when's the last time you saw it?
3: It's been a while, but I don't think it's a good movie anymore.
2: (laughs) It's not a good movie. It does not hold up. Let's put it that way. And then for like 2020 standards. And also it just randomly ends. Like the climax happens with like all of the dudes, like the bad guys breaking into the house. And then it just like just ends. It's just over. They're like, okay, it's over now. (laughs) It's very disappointing.
3: It's one of those classic movies is marketed to teenagers so you might have seen it with your parents and it has that embarrassing to see with your parents roller coaster scene where he finger bangs her he finger blasts her on the roller
2: coaster he (laughs) sure sure does okay (laughs) this man's name this hot older man's name is william peterson he does look like other male petersons in that he could be a serial killer or a wife murderer i should say Mm. he has that look to him now um, sorry, sir, if you have not killed your wife, you look like you could have. <laughs> he could have um, committed
3: patricide.
2: Yes, exactly. Oh, wait, no, he's that's when you a, kill your dad. What happens your father. You, yeah. What's it
3: called when you kill your whole family?
2: Oh, that's familicide. side Doesn't have as much of a good ring to it. It sounds kind of like a, a bacteria. Or an antibiotic. Anyway, he's been in a bunch of CSIs. He's been in fear. He's been in. That's like basically the only thing.
3: I thought you were gonna say the one where Drew Barrymore is, and I think Tom Skerritt actually is in that Poison Ivy.
2: Oh, I haven't seen that. I mean, I have seen it a long ago, but that that definitely needs to get added to my list of erotic thrillers.
3: Um, and okay. I don't know if you could really call this an erotic thriller, but you definitely there is some eroticism. And some thrillers, which is it's the 30 year anniversary of Ghost, so it's on TV here in America where I have the TV. And so a Ghost, just, did you say? Ghost, the movie Ghost.
2: Yes, with Patrick Swayze. Yes.
3: And Demi also Demi Never Moore. Heard of her. I think I texted you this, but Demi Moore cries a single tear in almost every scene of that film, so I think that she should have gotten more <laughs> recognition. <laughs>
2: Yes, that is very hard to do, just the one tear. I think it's called a dropper full of salty water that they're like, hey, this woman can't actually cry on command.
3: No, I believe that she could. She cries. You I do? mean, I, look. you have to watch this. Like she's literally crying a single tear in every scene when she's at the bank, when she's at the
2: house. I love Ghost. I, you're right. She does do that. Oh, my goodness gracious. I'm sorry. This is a total sidebar. Then we really have to get started. But <laughs> I am on imdb right now and the um advertisement at the top is for a new movie this is not a paid advertisement by us called let him go starring diane lane who has a gray streak in her hair and an aged but still very very hot kevin costner (gasps) in theaters november 6th so if you feel like risking your life and going to the movies there is a Kevin Costner movie you could say. It's called Reunited Let Him Go.
3: from the other one that they're in, The Upside of Anger, right? <clears throat> no, that's
2: Diane. Um, that's Joan Allen.
3: <laughs> oh my god, I always get them confused.
2: Yeah, Diane Joan Lane's Allen's a little bit more
3: person. sophisticated, and Diane Lane's a little bit more trashy.
2: Well, I watched a movie with Joan Allen in it last night called The Crucible. Why? And... Do you, why do you like that movie? <laughs> Well, I I don't know. I wanted to watch something spooky for Halloween, but it's very boring.
3: It's a courtroom drama, basically. It's not spooky. It
2: it isn't spooky whatsoever. (laughs) I was in the play at Us Dan's summer camp, so I have a special. I know all of the actors, including DDL.
3: No, I know. We always talk about that every episode. But I think... You know He's what not. I watched last night is what? Halloween, or no, two nights ago, Halloween H two O. Oh, <laughs> the scary. twenty year later re- reboot. It was was it very scary. Fun. You know, I actually thought that. So I've seen not all the Halloweens, but a handful, including the most recent one. Um, and I was like, oh, I like the H two O one better. But I don't know, Josh Hartnett, isn't it like it's not? Oh yeah, no, that Mm-mm. great.
2: It is great um, that
3: she like spoiler alert chops off his head at the end
2: yeah yes she does jamie jlc is in it
3: yes yeah and then Great. the next night the original was on so we watched that my parents my dad goes to bed really early but my stepmom was watching me, but she doesn't really like scary movies but i just made her watch it anyway <laughs> <And she was laughs> that's very, mean
2: she's very scared i know i'm very mean. amazing should we get into our topic
3: Yeah, and I'm very excited because you don't even know what I picked, and I think that
2: it's going to make you laugh or cry. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Okay, let's get into it. Our topic today is monsters.
3: Our topic is monsters, and I decided to do my topic on monster energy drink.
2: Oh my god, yes! This is amazing! (laughs) Yes! How fun.
3: Which is owned by a billionaire who is also a monster, as all billionaires are. (laughs) <laughs> Very
1: nice.
3: <clears throat> I was gonna do Bill Gates or Martha Stewart. I love Martha, but she could be
2: considered a monster. I think. Um, yes, I was gonna do Mario Batali
3: but I did want to do Bill Gates because I didn't want all the like QAnon. Because you know the QAnon people think that Bill Gates is a monster too. <laughs> like that's sure, like the one yeah. thing that they sort of get right. But he think, they think that like he's like giving Chrissy Teigen children to eat or whatever, and <laughs> I don't. I don't buy that. <clears throat> um, no, that but, makes perfect sense. Okay, so Monster Energy Drink is an energy drink. Um, Hmm. I found a lot of this information from Mashed.com. Oh, your favorite website. My favorite website. Um, I'm not really going to get into too much detail about its origin. It's an energy drink. Basically, once Red Bull got on the market, people kind of really went for it. But um, there are... Thirty-four flavors of Monster Energy drink. Did you know that, Sarah?
2: No, I have never. I actually have never had any kind of energy drink ever. Mm. <clears throat> That's weird. And I assume I assume there's only one flavor.
3: You never drank like Red Bull and vodka back in the day no. when we were all going to parties and doing cocaine. Never, because
2: huh. I think I had like one sip of a Red Bull one time. I d- it just tasted like very weird to me. Like it's disgusting. Free.
3: Yeah, it's a nice describing the flavor. I mean, if you have
2: a lot of cocaine, you don't really need a Red Bull, too. Honestly, sure. I mean,
3: that's what I would say to my younger self now. But I, (laughs) Um, okay, so there's 34 flavors, two more than Baskin Robbins. (laughs)
2: That's what? That's
3: crazy. Oh wait, no, Baskin Robbins is 30 wonderful flavors. 30 wonderful flavors.
2: 30 wonderful. So they are beating them by, hmm, one.
3: No, they're being in by three. Um, oh, 34.
2: Anyway, this, has been,
3: this has been some math for you guys, <laughs> our specialty. Um, and I'm going to list every flavor. That, in the U.S., there's only nine, so I'm going to list them off for you, okay? Are you ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. We have regular. <laughs> mm. <laughs> rehab. <laughs> what? Rehab? Yeah. Ultra. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Juice. Mm -hmm. punch yeah java which is coffee flavored Uh -uh. Uh -uh. (laughs) uh-uh muscle
2: uh
3: hydro and max with two x's wow yeah so So weird sounds like like the characters of a comic book movie
2: (laughs) i would be rehab the character (laughs) Yeah, I would be max with two
3: X's. (laughs) Also, this makes me think of, do you remember Sparks, that energy drink Mm -hmm. alcohol combo? I used to drink Diet Sparks and drive around Brooklyn because nobody knew that it was alcoholic because it looked like a can of energy drink. Look at you, you little rebel without a cause. 'cause I'm a white woman and I knew that it would be
2: fine. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's just true.
3: Oh, the dogs are barking. Can you guys hear them?
2: Are you talking about your feet because you just took a long walk or your actual animals that you have? Not my dogs, the neighbor's dogs. Oh, right. Just throw like a treat that's laced with poison over the fence and that will take right care of that. Funnily enough,
3: that is how my own dog died. My first dog, (laughs) Michelle.
2: I know. Oh, Michelle, (laughs) RIP. That's the best dog name ever. I had a dog. I think we mentioned this on the podcast or maybe just talking to each other. But I also had a dog that was poisoned by the neighbor's. (laughs)
3: that's what happens when you won't shut your dog up um okay number two this is also from an article like 10 things you may not know about monster and I thought that some of the things (laughs) they chose were hilarious such as number two monster is commonly mixed with alcohol (gasps) exclamation point (laughs) uh it used to be labeled as a dietary supplement but then the FDA was like eh I don't think so guys we barely (laughs) regulate dietary supplements but we're gonna say no to this Totally. Um, Some of the flavors have 50 grams of sugar per can.
2: Is that a lot? What's like a Coke have grams of sugar wise?
3: I don't know, but it's more, it's less than that.
2: I guess if you think about it again, to bring this back to uh, cocaine, (laughs) um, (laughs) like one gram of cocaine is just like a little bag. So I guess it'd be 50 of those bags in one cup, (laughs) in one can? Yeah. Totally that's
3: a lot it seems like a lot yeah um they do have diet flavors though for i'm not i'm not here to tell you that Monster's bad but all the information that i have about it is bad so <laughs> okay
2: Make, a coke can of coke has 39
3: grams of sugar see, way more wow, um wild. but also a can of coke is smaller than a can of monster
2: don't forget oh mm-hmm. okay
3: um, as we mentioned on the podcast before, the monster energy drink has been associated with Satan. I love it. In a bad way. Um, people think that the um, monster logo looks like the Hebrew letter, or the Hebrew number six, three times. So, 666. The phrasing, their tagline is, unleash the beasts. The beast is, you know, <laughs> Satan or whatever. Um, and there's an upside down cross in the O of the monster, so... You know,
2: yeah, they're asking for it. Make, they're asking draw, for
3: that devil. Draw your own conclusions. I wish it was Satan, honestly. Yeah, um, I was, yeah I was the Beastie Boys sued Monster because they used their music without their permission. And what the, the hell? those poor, poor, moneyless Beastie Boys won <laughs> 1.7 million dollars in the lawsuit. <laughs> wow.
2: I guess that's how Mike. Never mind. I was going to say something about Mike Day, but I'm just going to leave it right there.
3: Part of the court case involved arguing the meaning of the word dope
2: wait what the meaning of the word dope
3: yeah like lawyer because part of it was like one of the people on the beast Boys were like this video's dope and monsters like that means we can use it in all of our advertising and they're like no we just meant that we liked it oh. and that's amore
2: what <laughs> <laughs> uh it
3: also cost 2.4 million dollars for those lawyers to talk about what the word dope means which i think is hilarious wow what um, world? The origin story, I'm just going to glaze over this, but basically Hanson's Natural, that natural soda we all see in Whole Foods, um, was started in 1930 as a family business run by Hubert Hanson and his sons, and it was just fruit juice. But in 1970, they decided to join the soda market, and they were doing okay, but they weren't doing that great. And then um, Rodney Sachs swooped in with his... South African billions. And, Who's uh, Rodney
2: Sachs? The man who owns Monster Energy? Yeah. Isn't that a perfect name for... It's like almost a cartoon name for a billionaire. Hello, I'm Rodney Sachs of money. <laughs> it's like,
3: yeah, he brought all his Bank money account. And he revamped... Well, he bought it in the 90s and Monster Energy didn't come out until the early 2000s sorry i should know this but i didn't write it down guys um but he did uh, lead the company to from 50 million dollars in revenue to 1.7 billion dollars in revenue whoa so i'm sure none of that was from exploiting his workers in any way totally Just not. kidding we'll find out later all about that um So now let's move into the spooky portion, which is all the people that have died or sued for health issues. Monster. Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. Is one of them dancing?
3: No. John Statton had a stroke in 2012 after drinking three 24-ounce cans over a three-month period. He was 14 years old.
2: He drank three in four months and he had a heart attack?
3: He had a stroke. Please pay attention. I'm sorry. I,
2: <laughs> he drank three in three month, four months and he had a stroke? How did, could they prove it was from that?
3: Uh, I don't think they could. This is alleged. Okay, got it. Um, a 14-year-old child also went to cardiac arrest after drinking two in one day. Whoa. She had a prior heart condition, though. Hmm. 19-year-old Alex Morris died of cardiac arrhythmia after drinking two Monsters a day for three years. Ooh, that's a lot. Joel Ryan sued because he had <laughs> a stroke after having six cans per day for two years.
2: Joel, that's not really, like, how you're supposed to use it, though, right, <laughs> Joel?
3: Don't victim blame, name. okay? Okay, I'm sorry. Believe <laughs> the victims of Monster Energy drinks. Robert <laughs> Grimm got stage four kidney disease After drinking four cans a day for 10 years of Monster Energy drink. (laughs) Oh, my
2: God. It's like he was trying to get kidney disease. I think he needed to drink some more water. But I believe the victim. (laughs) Again, I'm sorry. I do not mean to victim blame on these people or laugh (laughs) at their death. It's terrible. This guy was
3: fine. He just has stage four kidney
2: disease. It's totally bad. You're good. You're good, bro. (laughs) Um,
3: Okay, moving on. Um, I guess so we don't get sued, I should point out that I don't think anybody really won these cases. Caffeine technically cannot kill you, according so, to caffeine, big caffeine.
2: <laughs> so big caffeine, right, who we now work for. So these are just alleged deaths and kidney diseases.
3: Well, they definitely died.
2: Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Allegedly.
3: Yeah. Dead. Sorry. Um. Okay, uh, here's a quote from the article, which I thought was really funny. We're moving on from all the dead people now. Let's okay. move Goodbye. on. Move on. Um, head off to India, but be forewarned, you aren't going to find Monster there.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I guess I'm canceling my trip to India.
3: I was like, this there's such a hilarious way to write this you're like go on your india trip if you insist but you're not gonna have monster there dude
2: because <laughs> why everybody goes to india not like <laughs> to see a different part of the world or you know try different food or meet different people or experience different culture it's for the monster energy drink
3: why well, only go to places that have monster energy drink but i check before i make a plane like okay, before i book a <laughs> plane you know. Of course,
2: I go, but I have to make sure that they have at least 20 to 25 flavors of of Monster because yeah. I could get the nine flavors right here in the U.S., but I want to try more flavors. So totally. that's why I travel for Monster. I work for Monster. Drink Meat Monster. <laughs>
3: um, the, the reason Sorry. they banned it in India is because it has both a stimulant and a relaxant.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not, that's not
3: good. These guys are not, they're like, no, both of these things cannot be true, okay? And what is doing? robo-tripping? That. That's not the same. No, robo-tripping is just a downer. There's no
2: upper. What is it when you're doing
3: speedballing? Speedballing also, I believe, is just an upper.
2: <laughs> Nuts sucking. <laughs> Dosey-joeing.
3: There's candy flipping, but that's just ecstasy and acid also not really. Right. Mm. There is something. Cat calling? Maybe speedballing <clears throat> is. Is that heroin and speed mixed together? Maybe that's what this speedball
2: is. I think it's called snuggle bugging. <laughs> Dipsy doeing? Okay. We'll I, figure it out. If you're I'll listening, speedball. Sponsor us. Yeah. Spawn, this, this show is sponsored by big speedballing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, okay. Monster. <clears throat> Our sponsor has filed more cases... With the U.S. Trademark Court than any other company on Earth. Wow. Here is a list of some of the people that they have sued for trademark infringement. They filed a suit against a craft brew house in Ohio because they named a beer Beast from the East. What? They they sued a Mexican restaurant for naming their nachos Monster Kong Nachos. What? Mm Mm-hmm. They sued DeSalt Winery because it sounded too much like Monster Assault. This is bizarre. They sued some fish enthusiasts. <laughs> because, fish enthusiasts? Because they had a on, like an online forum to discuss exotic fish called Monster Fish Keepers. And get this... They fought monster and won. They went to a college that had pro bono law students uh-huh. and the case went on for years and years and they finally won.
1: Oh
2: my goodness. Take that what a bunch monster. Of monsters. Um yeah.
3: and of course, as with all large companies run by billionaires and even non-billionaires, um there have been numerous cases of sexual discrimination filed against them. Um, there's alleged a culture of abuse. The Huff Post wrote an article trapped inside the Monster Energy frat house that detailed some of that. All of that happened in 2018, though. And guess what? It didn't matter.
2: (laughs) Of course. Can you imagine working at Monster, allegedly, (laughs) allegedly, um, and the culture of, like, just a bunch of white dudes in, like, their 20s who are hopped up on every flavor of energy drink like all day long i'm imagining a lot of tiny basketball hoops a lot of farting a lot of inappropriate groping. huh what's that groping smoking toking
3: yeah uh, i mean choking it's not even just because of like. the energy drink it's just because it's a large company in the united states it doesn't yeah. even have to be the us but that's the ones i hear about the most um so yeah, Rodney Sachs is 339 on Forbes' list of dumb shitheads, um, evil, horrible people's list. Mm. I think it's the official name of it. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Real turds. Forbes' list yeah, of the super top... Yeah, turds.
2: <laughs> top 500 turds of
1: the yeah.
3: world. It's in the, the Forbes top 500 turds. Um <laughs>
2: And that's all I have for us. Oh, wow. I love it. What a great, I was not expecting it. I laughed. I cried. (laughs) I allegedly cried. Um, I poisoned my neighbor's dog. That was great, Nicole. Loved it. Thanks.
1: All of us at HRN have been keeping busy, despite working and recording from home. This fall, we're proud to announce new shows on the network that each bring important and enlightening stories to listeners around the world. While the world is in turmoil and the future of our country is uncertain, there are certain constants that help keep us going. For us, food and storytelling are essential. While we can't come together in person, food podcasts from HRN provide a virtual table we can all gather around. Bringing exceptional stories to your ears and keeping you informed on the ever-changing political and environmental issues of our time is integral to our mission. At a time when the world around us is rapidly changing, HRN is committed to being here for our listening community, and we need you to be here for us. Join our table and help ensure the future of food radio by becoming a member of HRN. Go to heritageradionetwork.org slash donate to make a contribution. Check out the latest additions to our lineup while you're there. You can see all of our series at heritageradionetwork.org slash new show.
2: So we're back. We're back from our break. Nicole, what did you do over the break? Uh, I went upstate. Oh, amazing. I was in Bermuda. That's
3: nice. The triangle?
1: Or...
2: Yes, I was in the Bermuda Triangle. I kind of feel like I was. Um, I feel wacky today. Oh, I think I've been accidentally... my My friend, I won't name her, gave me a bunch of powdered mushrooms a couple months ago, and she was like, I just thought they were like dried mushrooms, um... You know, she's a healer, so I figured they were just like, whatever, some kind of mushroom I should be taking. And then she told me the other day, she's like, oh, yeah, I think that was psilocybin that I gave you. I think you've been microdosing for four four months.
3: That's interesting.
2: It's supposed to cure depression.
3: It hasn't I know, and
2: I'm so not depressed. I feel great. That's probably why.
3: Well, I'll have some.
2: Yeah, you should definitely do it. It's really worth it, I think, allegedly. (laughs) Okay, now listen, you. I have a story to tell you and all of you out there, and it's about your best friend and mine, Bigfoot. <laughs> Harry. <laughs> he's Harry. Harry. From Harry and the Hendersons? Yeah. He Yeah, he is tall. He's covered in hair. You might know him as Sasquatch or Yowie or Skunk Ape. Or what? Y- yeah, or y- Yali. Um, those I've never are heard of yaoi. Yaoi. Y-O-W-I-E. Like Howie, but with a Y.
3: What? Who calls him that?
2: Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, ah, Howie! And now he's like, yaoi. Um, I don't know. But anyway, I got most of my information today from Sasquatch's favorite foods revealed by Finding Bigfoot star Bobo Faye. Uh I got my information from Wikipedia.com and from an article from MeatEater dot com. MeatEater That's right. MeatEater dot com. And the history Meateater.com. channel. <laughs> Meatheater.com. Meatheater.com. Meatsheater.com. <laughs> Meatheater.com. Uh and also from Smithsonian and also from National Geographic. There is a lot out there, okay, people? (laughs) But I only skimmed it, and I'm giving you the very broad strokes in a very matter-of-fact kind of way as I'm reading, copy and pasted, quoting from the articles I read. Okay, listen. Evidence of Bigfoot is based in a number of disputed short videos, photographs, visual sightings, and casts of large footprints. So large footprints really come into play here um And people are like, there's no way that these large footprints could be just like man made or a bear's footprint. So, like, nope, it's got to be a Bigfoot. Look, the foot's big. We're looking for a Bigfoot. No man could have a foot this big.
3: And there's no way
2: to uh, fake that. No, heavens no. Not in this. The technology really isn't there yet. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like self driving cars. Exactly. Um, so Bigfoot is considered a cryptid and a cryptid is basically any kind of like monster that is there, like anything based in lore that we hear about, like the Loch Ness monster, that, things that are alleged, allegedly there, but never been seen. Um, he stands at what they say, he stands at about six foot nine, which I think is very specific. You would think that they would be like, he, he's around seven feet, but no, no, and he's six not foot even nine. that tall. He's not even that tall. Six there foot are some nine. basketball players that are that tall. Absolutely. I just read uh some kind of thing the other day about like the girl with the <laughs> longest legs is like six foot ten or something.
3: How tall is the real like, tall? Seventeen. Me.
2: I don't know, like seven five. My mom has a friend named Bruce who's um six eight, so he's almost bigfoot sized. <clears throat> anyway, it's covered in hair, described as black, dark brown, or dark reddish. Uh Bigfoot was very popular even back in the days before uh, white people killed the Native Americans who um, were, were just, just ravaged and pillaged. Out. <clears throat> hanging out, living life, and then, you know.
3: Okay, the world's tallest man is eight foot two, so Bigfoot is like way shorter than him.
2: Exactly. Uh, anyway, so a lot of Native American cultures had oral legends and writings about a primate tape creature roaming the continent's forest. In these tales, the animals are sometimes more human-like, and other times they're more ape-like. Um, the mythology of the i am sorry, the Quatuli tribe—that once was in Western British Columbia—was uh, Dzwanka is a big, hairy female that lives deep in the mountains forest. Also, just sidebar, and I'll get to this in a minute, but like the first Bigfoot video was taken in bluff creek california and they had named the bigfoot patty
3: oh yeah i knew that
2: right so for some reason they're just like always assuming the bigfoots are female i I don't know it's just interesting to me because it doesn't look like you'd be able to really like differentiate like any kind of specific sex or that it even had the same sex as human whatever it's just very uh very interesting to me that they think the bigfoots are all women Anyway, uh, that's it. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, in California, there are century-old pictographs drawn drawn by uh, the Yakutis that appear to show a family of giant creatures with long, shaggy hair called Mayak Data. The tribe, uh, by the tribe, the image bears a resemblance to the commonly held vision of you guessed it, Yahweh or <laughs> not Yahweh,
3: Yahweh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Sorry, all Jews, including me. Um, some tribes believe that Bigfoot had, that they had a good relationship with him, like, and then others were thought that he was evil and scary. Or she. Um, they. So, they. The Hollywood, of course, okay. So now I want to bring you to the most famous Bigfoot, aside from that movie taken at Bluff Creek, which is a little-known movie called Harry and the Hendersons. Do you love it? Have you seen it recently? Yeah, my nephew's
3: obsessed with it. So it's the only movie that he'll watch at the camper that we have in southern Indiana. So I've seen it very recently, many, many times.
2: It's wacky. I watched a bit of it today. I've seen it as a child. I didn't remember a ton of it. And of course, I've seen the television show.
3: I probably have mentioned this on the podcast before, but it has the classic 80s trope of like a house being completely destroyed. And that like stresses me out so much. Like, right. I don't like it when, in the course of a film, an entire home is utterly destroyed. Like, how are they going to pay for all those repairs? This... I know.
2: Like in Mr. Mom.
3: Yeah, like in Mr. Mom. Also, or on like...
2: Christmas Vacation. Yeah, there's a lot of house-destroying movies in the 80s.
3: <laughs> or, I don't think Beethoven was in the 80s, but it does star... That was Char- in the 90s. Charles Grodin, which I thought was hilarious. Love him. Um,
2: I love Charles Grodin.
3: Tons of house-destroying in Beethoven. They can't, how can they afford to
2: repair all that? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Okay. Look. So, according to the Hollywood Reporter, uh, the movie came out in nineteen eighty-seven. According to this article in the Hollywood Reporter, quote: Is there such a thing as an uncuddly teddy bear, a bad banana split, an unappealing puppy, an unwatched World Series, a yes. less than a less than glowing Universal emblem summer release? No, but even the most welcome of sure thing delights can be disappointing, and Harry and the Hendersons is a disappointment.
3: Okay, first of all, this person does not live in the real world. They must be very wealthy.
2: Yeah, they're a monster. They're the monster. You are the monster that you see in the world. Now, they go on to say John Lithgow stars as the head of a 1950s-style typical, quote, American family, the blonde supportive wife played by Melinda Dillon, one of each kids, played by Margaret, my computer just went back, Margaret, Landgrick, and Joshua Rudoy, and a, browser, and a Bowser, which is a dog. I had to look that up. I'm like, what the fuck is a Bowser? During the obligatory indulged advocation vacation into the woods, they accidentally run over a hairy monster.
3: <laughs> Wait, is this guy saying that the family portrayed in Harry and the Hendersons is no longer relevant in the 80s? Because it's so, like, the 1950s?
2: They're just like, this is, like, a, such a stereotypical, like, whatever, white family. They're word. like,
3: it's the 80s. Divorce is happening. Talk about it, Harry and the Hendersons. Exactly. This should really be...
2: Yeah. We really wanted more uh, topical, really hot-button issues. The the <laughs> Harry should have been addicted to crack. Okay. During the obligatory indulged out vacations to the woods, they accidentally run over a hairy monster. No mere ape, they think it's the legendary Bigfoot who's been occasionally spotted in their Washington woods. Smelling some fame and quick bucks, Lithgow and the brood cart that big fella home only to find him rear up their house, alive and kicking. He may be big and ferocious looking, but he's kind and sensitive. They quickly take a shine to him and name him Harry. (laughs) <laughs> okay. So Harry was very large in real life and played by uh, actor Kevin Peter Hall, who was the tallest person on set. He was 7'2, John Lithgow was 6'4. He was and... taller than the actual Bigfoot. <laughs> I know. He was bigger than Bigfoot. but they they had to make him really tall because John Lithgow was so tall. Oh. And a little known fact, Hall, Kevin Peter Hall also played Predator the same year. But no then unfortunately way. for yeah, four years later, he died at age 35. <gasps> no. On April 10th. Yeah, that really sucks. He, he looked like a nice man. Um, okay, then there was the series, which had Bruce Davison in it, who was also in The Crucible. Hello, call back. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but is the series animated? No, the series is with Bruce Davison, your favorite actor, who's like a character actor who's like literally in every single movie.
3: Well, he could have been a voice.
2: If it was animated. Oh, no, no. Mm -mm. He plays the dad. Um, So anyway, I wanted to talk a little bit, just mention the scene in Harry and the Hendersons where John Lithgow is feeding sugar cubes to Harry and he, like, is kind of trying to convince the wife that they can make some money off of him. And then Harry, like begins to just crush all the stuff in the living room and he's like ah sit sit and he just sits on everything crushes it and then the kid gives him like onion dip he starts throwing that around and it is stressful you're absolutely right
3: he destroys the refrigerator it's very uncool
2: yeah he really needs to chill bigfoot listen he breaks their
3: staircase i don't even know how you repair a staircase i think they just have to like demolish this
2: house he destroys the whole house that's why john lifka at the end is like get out of here harry (laughs) he means it He's trying to pretend like he doesn't mean it, but he hates Harry. He's a fucking asshole. He's inconsiderate.
3: I mean, he's a white man in the 80s. But I do appreciate that, um, you know, good old American values is that Harry runs his dad's store.
2: That's his job. Yes. Or not Harry. Sorry, the dad. Whatever the dad's name is. He's also named Harry. Okay. We we have to move on here. Now I want to talk a little bit about what Sasquatches eat since this is a food podcast. So basically everybody agrees. I'm not going to really go too far into this. There's some funny things here, but I want to like get to my end part. And we are running out of time. So most people say that it eats raw meat like deers and rabbits, which seems cruel (laughs) for some reason. So it just bites into raw deer and then also really loves fruits and berries and apparently really has a thing for bacon.
3: Yeah, as so a all lot of... people are supposed to have, according to the movies.
2: Right. So everybody loves bacon, including Bigfoot. So as That's you may... be to Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> everybody loves bacon. <laughs> everybody loves bacon. It's just Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> it comes on right after dancing with Wools. oh my god
3: did you know that kevin bacon's wife what's her name kira Sedgwick, Keira is Sedgwick? Like a billionaire like the heir to like some fortune
2: no i would have never guessed i'm sad about that anyway move on Yeah, it's too bad they seem cool okay here's a couple of restaurants that i found that are sasquatch team the sasquatch saloon in whitehall new york which is allegedly the bigfoot capital of the world the i was looking for bad reviews uh yeah, the saloon is it's filled with bigfoots. <laughs> it's like one of those places that cops hang out except it's just full of bigfoots. Got it. Um they have different things, different monster theme. A lot of these places name just the sandwiches like wacky names. So this one has things like the chupacabra sandwich which is pulled pork tossed in the chipotle <laughs> pulled pork tossed in the chef's chipotle maple Mayo. Oh no. Topped with vinegar, slaw blend.
3: Why would they and... do that to Chipotle mayo?
2: I don't understand. Then there's the Bigfoot, which is a New York strip cheese steak with grilled mushrooms, onions, and tri colored peppers folded with melted provolone cheese. Okay. And a megalodon fish and chips. That's all they got.
3: Also, I almost did chipotle, but there's not a lot of funniness to be associated mm. there.
2: Interesting. Oh, the werewolf. The chef's traditional Italian meatballs. Everybody's got a meatball. We're going to find out quickly in this thing because we don't have a lot of time left. Okay, look. Now, there's also the Bigfoot restaurant. in, And then this is the actual name of the town. Elephant Butt Lake, New Mexico. Elephant Butt Lake?
3: Elephant Butt Lake,
2: New Mexico. Are you sure it's not like no. Butte? Elephant well, it's B-U-T-T-E. But that to me spells butt. Now, this place has a lot of smoothies. And they are all chai (laughs) why (laughs) i have no idea so all their burgers are named after monsters there's the bigfoot burger that is described sasquatch likes roasted red peppers grilled onion lettuce melted american cheese and sweet yogurt dill sauce
3: what are you talking about
2: bigfoot has really bad taste in hamburgers i guess
3: also i have to tell you something if you're drinking a chai smoothie that's a milkshake
2: exactly you're drinking a chai smoothie and washing down some sweet dill yogurt roasted red pepper burger then there's also a jackalope burger which made me think of full house which was very funny then there's a ranch burger rancher's favorite with bacon hatch green chili cheddar lettuce mayo and steak sauce and that is the favorite of all ranchers There is a chupacabra burger here as well, as well as a Godzilla burger and an elephant burger, because in this part of New Mexico, I guess elephants are considered monsters. (laughs) They also have a lobster roll, which the first ingredient is crab, and the second ingredient is pollock.
3: (laughs) I feel like that's a failed opportunity to do the Loch Ness Monster.
2: Yes, totally.
3: Nessie, call us.
2: And uh, Nessie, what up? And they also serve uh, wonton and egg drop soup. So this place sounds awesome. Um,
3: I love the
2: map. <laughs> yeah, they really, they really just have a vision. And then there's another place called the Bigfoot Steakhouse in Willow Creek, California. One uh, TripAdvisor reviewer said last resort, overpriced, and you don't get everything you pay for. I thought the mm-hmm. fajitas were supposed to come with tortillas. And to you, reviewer, I will say, yes, fajitas are supposed to come with tortillas, and they are supposed to be sizzling. Sizzling yeah. hot!
3: I mean, you gotta ask your waiter, though, if it doesn't say it on the menu. He just said, I thought that they were supposed to come with. We don't actually know what the menu says. Like, there's not enough evidence here to condemn
2: Bigfoot all right, Steakhouse all right. Restaurant. All right, look, allegedly there were no tortillas, <laughs> but we, aren't, we don't know for a fact. So, basically, like... With any other Bigfoot, you want to go to these places at your own risk, and bring a video camera. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. So look, I'm the last thing I want to talk about, Nicole, is have you ever read Kitchen Confidential? No. Okay. There's a character who owns a restaurant in the West Village in the book, or maybe he was just like the manager at the time. Is um, Kitchen Confidential fictional? No, but like it's the names are changed. Uh, okay. And the rest, some of the places are changed for, you know, so he didn't get sued. But he had a character in the book called Bigfoot, and I did some searching around, and it's really this guy named Andy Menschi, who is actually Bigfoot. And he ended up owning the Dakota Roadhouse and for, at a restaurant called formerly Joe's. Anthony Bourdain, when asked about um, – he was being interviewed, and he was asked, a, like, a question about restaurants, and he wrote, like, how, do, how were they – different back in the day and you're wow there are a lot of them i worked under some really domineering control freak hyper organized owners years ago in the west village i called him a hyper organized owner years ago in the west village i called him bigfoot in kitchen confidential i still wake up uh, reliably regard, uh, reliably, regardless of time zone at 5:45 in the morning, every day, hyperventilating, because all these years later, I'm afraid of being one minute late because back in those days, if you were one minute late, you got sent home. If you were one minute late the next day, you were fired. I've been in kitchens where, you know, getting physically hit, abused, or sexually harassed by other senior cooks was not uncommon. That was long time ago. Things have changed.
3: No, they haven't. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, I mean, a little bit. That doesn't, like, you don't really, I think mostly, at least I can say in New York, you can't really do the thing of sending people home if they're one minute late anymore because there's such a cook shortage.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's true.
2: (laughs) And that's, you can't afford to be like, <laughs> that's oh, how you go change home. an industry. <laughs> exactly. Just make too many restaurants so there's not enough employees, and then you can treat people with respect.
3: Um, I know we're short on time, but I want to just add quickly. So, there was a, you know how Disney used to do a movie every Sunday and you would watch it with your mom? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, there was one that um, was actually originally called Bigfoot. I was like I had to look it up because I couldn't remember what it was called. And it's called Bigfoot and it stars Candace Cameron. Oh. As a young a young girl and I a young it Bigfoot a,
2: in her prime? Sorry.
3: No, no. <laughs> um she is just camping with her family and gets lost and she's rescued by a female Bigfoot. And oh, wow. then I'm pretty sure Colleen Dewhurst is also in it. God bless her. Um, she plays the mom in Annie Hall if anyone yes, has ever seen that yeah. movie um, never heard of it yeah God bless Colleen but uh, yeah it's just like it's funny I was like I always remember this movie it must have been on a bunch of times or maybe my mom had it on tape but um, yeah they get lost in the forest they hurt themselves there's somebody hunting the Bigfoot the Bigfoot saves the children there's what a big happens heli- to the Bigfoot? They shoot at it, but then it leaves, ah. and they, they let it go off, and they find out that it has a partner, and it's very bad.
2: <laughs> Two big feet.
3: Um, yeah. Do you believe in Bigfoot? No, I do not.
2: Oh, interesting. I do, I think. Okay, I know we are running short on time, but, okay, here we go. Top three. This is a surprise question, but I have faith that you're going to have the answers on deck. I never top, have the answers. Top three favorite <laughs> monsters.
3: Oh, I don't, I don't really, I don't, monsters are not really my thing. Like, I would do, like, murderers or scary murder films. They can be anything. Whatever a monster is to you. Okay, so Michael Myers, because mm-hmm. he can't really be killed. It's kind of a monster. That's a monster. Um, then we have Nessie. God bless Nessie. She's so cute. Mm,
2: that's a good monster.
3: Um, and then I guess... Just all billionaires. Okay, great monsters.
2: <laughs> um, I am gonna go ahead and say a toilet paper mummy. Oh okay. Um, a mummy
3: though? Why they can't do anything?
2: Well, I it's just my top three favorite monsters. I like a toilet paper mummy. Get off my back. Okay. Okay, please get off it. <laughs> um, get off I my like back, co- please. <laughs> I like please get off my back. Uh Eileen Bornos in the movie Monster. Sure. And mm, I'm gonna go ahead and say a cookie monster. Because, because he actually, loves cookies.
3: I looked into him, but he's very boring, so I didn't do anything about him either. I was gonna be Yeah, do he's him. a
2: basic bitch.
3: <laughs> he really, really is. He did a Reddit AMA, which is very boring. <laughs> What's a Reddit AMA? It's Ask Me Anything.
2: On the website, what do people ask him? I
3: don't even know. Stupid shit.
2: Hmm. I'd be like, "How many people have you fucked, Cookie Monster?"
3: Oh, here's (laughs) one of the questions. Here they went. They weren't afraid to go bold. They were like, "Do you like soft cookies or hard cookies?" And he said, "Yes."
2: (laughs) Oh, excuse.
3: (laughs) I'm dying of boredom. Oh, you know, I do like um, Young Frankenstein is my favorite. Peter Boyle. (laughs) <laughs> my favorite yep. putting on the ribs come on
2: peter boy yeah young frankenstein is an incredible movie frankenstein is also a great monster or we should say frankenstein's monster is a great monster also edward scissorhands and beetlejuice are both monsters oh i just I- Beetlejuice, so good love 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 um amazing well what a fun monstrous episode
3: <laughs> indeed <laughs> Indeed dot <com>. it
2: was. <laughs> Indeed.com where I spend all of my days looking at, the, looking through <laughs> jobs <laughs> that convincing myself, if I could possibly bring myself to do this, then once I say I could being never called back.
3: <laughs> oh, speaking of which, i actually got, I mean, it's funny. Cause I'm like, I now I feel like I'm above this job, but soon I'll be like, okay, I'll do it. Is they, they're like, we think you're a great fit. And then somebody reached out to me. They're like, we looked at your resume. And we really want you to apply for this job, which is manager in training for a car
2: wash. <laughs> oh, you be! I think you should take the music, high school theater teacher job though before that. And <laughs> well, that's just an automated thing. That's not like I don't think it's a real person reaching out to you. Just no, I'm sorry I am no, oh, Okay, my
3: heart is not broken, but I'm like, you, the You're like robot, somebody
2: likes me. Somebody likes my
3: res. <laughs> looked at my resume, saw eleven years of management experience. and was like, we want to put you as the manager in training at the car wash.
2: Yeah, dude, I get all kinds of, like, really wild, wacky stuff. But, like, it's not even near me. It's like, we we, we think you'd be a great, like, biotech janitor in, like, Edison, New Jersey. And I'm like, that might be true, but <laughs>
3: well, I probably also, won't get
2: the job if there's I not,
3: There's not a lot of options in Indiana, so a lot of them are just like, do you want to be the director of nursing for this healthcare facility? And I was like, I think that I'm not qualified, but I will apply. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just show up with one of those, like, old-timey nurses outfits, like Nurse and You're like, I'm like, here.
3: Some of my best friends are nurses. How hard could it be?
2: <laughs> so Someone just walks by and, like, stabs you with, like, a hypodermic needle and then barfs and you're like, okay, I'm in the wrong place. Yeah. Uh, GTG. Um, what a fun app. Next week is going to continue to be... If you think next week's not going to be spooky, well, you've got another thing coming, compadres, because next week is... The day before Halloween or two days so, before Halloween.
3: I have a question about this saying, because I believe the saying is actually, if you don't think next week's episode is spooky, then you have another think coming. Uh,
2: really? Another yeah. think
3: coming? Yeah, because you have another thing <laughs> coming. Does it make any sense?
2: Well, like who has a think? Like, are you like, oh, wait, stop, stop, stop. Hang on. Hang on. I have a think. I have a think coming in. I don't want to lose it like that. Yeah, but- nobody says that.
3: Another thing coming makes absolutely no sense.
2: Yeah, you've got another thing coming. Like, an, another thing is going to come at you. Like, the thing. Like, the movie The Thing, which is also scary. Goodbye! <laughs> That's a... Hello. Uh,
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's think. Hello. It's not a thing. Well, Amanda, do you want to weigh in here before we leave? Are you even Let's, still listening? The Guardian, the most respected publication on the internet, says, if you think, the expression is... You've got another thing coming, then you have misheard the expression, you've got another think coming.
2: Wow, I hate that. That (laughs) is blowing my mind in a way that I can't handle. The only way I could possibly unwind from this information is to go watch my favorite show and yours, Dancing with Wolves.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's Danzig, not Danzing.
2: (laughs) Danzig, of course. Danzig Danzig with Wolves. That's the funniest joke I'll ever make. I might as well just never speak again. (laughs) How dare you tell me to kill myself on the show. In front of our guests. In front of our goddamn guests who don't want that at all. Am I right? Fellows and ladies. Gents and Folks. (laughs) <laughs> Good luck, Nicole. Good luck, everyone. Good luck, everyone, with your new mom, Nicole. Nicole only. Okay? You better bring some toothpicks for your eyelids because this is going to be a fucking snooze fest. Hello? Why do you have to keep your eyes
3: open during a podcast? <laughs>
2: <laughs> that is a great question. I don't know how you could possibly keep your ears open. They seem to always be open. Anyway. to. I want to. I want to stop the show. <laughs> Let's end it. Let's just end it. gonna <laughs> fucking end this shit. I am tired of you. <clears throat> just kidding. I love you so much. Okay. Uh, goodbye, everyone. Asta la creepy pasta. Hang in there and take care of you- yourselves and, and each other.
3: Yeah.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>